Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So two is our next gentleman. I think this person should write a book, Roach, or be a part of every quiz around Australia. He represented Queensland in basketball from under 12s to the under 18s. This is a who am I, okay? Switched to footy, playing for Southport, then represented Queensland in the under-18 championships where he starred to the extent that he was drafted by the Swans at pick 79 in 2006, almost went to the Adelaide Crows, ended up at Collingwood from 2014 to 2017, finished up there, went back to the NBL, had a crack at Melbourne United, then came to Glenelg to play in the sample in 2018-2019, won a premiership, won a best and fairest, then went and won a premiership with Broadview and may be playing for North Adelaide next year. Who am I? Jesse White. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) What a welcome. Thanks, guys. Well, what a bloody life. We spoke to you a few years ago. And And, uh, what about the sliding door moments you've got, Jesse White? Crazy, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I've done you a disservice, Jess, because I I thought until I was doing my homework today that you were around, because it seems like you've been here forever, around 37, 38, but you're only 34 years of age. Yeah, that's it. 34, turning to, uh, 35 next year. So, yeah, right. still young, fighting, fit and healthy. Well, the last time we spoke to you was 2019, the year you won the flag. So you win a best and fairest, you win a flag, and then you retire. Why? Oh, life, kids, family, mm. uh, work, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just we had our second child, I think, three weeks before that grand final. Um and we were busy with work and, and things like that. So, it, um, you know, two years post-AFL, I just felt like I needed a bit of a break, step away from footy and focus on family and business and feel like I've had that time now and uh, was lucky enough to play a few games just with my local team here mm. uh, with Broadview and, you know, felt like I had to squeeze that lemon a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you are squeezing so, it. And so, so yeah, while you're playing with it. Broadview... How many times are you thinking, there's still something here? Yeah, I think, you know, I had about two and a half, almost three years off. Um, yeah. I now run a boxing studio um, and, you know, over that last three years, I've just been boxing heaps and getting off the legs and staying fit. And, um, yeah, I had those, I had the Broadview boys in for some pre-season work and um, just followed them pretty closely. And I was going out on a Thursday night helping some of their tools and, mentoring and helping some of those guys and you know next thing you know i've got my boots on running around doing a bit of the training and thought yeah well i'm still feeling fit here feeling good and so then they you know got me out for a couple of games so yeah i just had to play the last four games and qualify for finals which is um which is pretty lucky and then ended up playing in the flag with them so um yeah just being back out there having that competitive nature again and it was just exciting to be back out there playing footy and 
um, even though he's 34, turning 35, it's, it's two years off, I'm feeling really good and feeling healthy and fit. So thought, why not go ahead and have another run? Now, we're presuming this story is factual. So you watch North Adelaide lose the grand final. You pick up the phone and mm-hmm. you ring up Jacob Surgeon, who's the coach. We don't know if this is all true or yep. not or what your relationship is with Surge. We have him yep. on regularly. And you say, yep. would you like me to come out and help you to win the flag next year? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a bit like that. Um, yeah, I think just playing, like I said, playing the games uh, with Brodies, um, and obviously they're going to go back up to, they're going to go up to Div 1 next year. And I thought if I was going to go around again, I'd, I'd love to be in a good competition. I mean, I, I mean the Div, even Div 2 was a great competition to be mm. playing in, but um, I'm, I'm a prospect boy. I live in the area. Um, I looked at, you know, potentially thinking about going back to um, Glenelg and just with business, life and family, it's a bit hard to get down there three nights a week. So, yeah, and I, I just think that uh, North Adelaide around that point and being my age and what I think I can add to that to the club and to the team, um, yeah, I thought, why not have another go? Oh, a little surge would have thought he'd won Powerball when he took that uh, phone call. <laughs> so you, you probably answered the question. So it was more geographical then, given that you live at Prospect. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I really love Glenelg and I've, I really enjoyed my time back down there. Coming from the AFL system, it's, it's your, all, all it is is your life, that footy. And um, to come back and play, I felt like it was kind of part-time, you know, work, life and family and, and training three nights a week and playing the weekends was amazing. I, I really love that. It sparked footy back for me and I really enjoyed it down there and so it was a really, to be honest, it was a really hard decision not to, to not go back down there because I love the boys, I love the club, and you know they were they were just too good to me. So, um, but yeah, just I just couldn't commit to that three nights a week down there. And um, I am local, and I think the club's in a in a really good, really good spot. So, and again, coming back to you know I'm not going to sugarcoat. It. I'm 30, 35 next year, so um, you want to come back and try and win a flag, and definitely feel like I can do that for the club. Well, it sounds good. It's going to be exciting. Given that we're doing a little mini, this is your life. How close did you get to playing for Adelaide when all that Kurt Tippett drama was going on? Um, yeah, it's funny that you say like, about writing a book, but it's um, <laughs> I actually, I I literally signed. So I actually got signed with um, with Adelaide. Um, my partner Jody, she um, packed up and told her boss that she's quitting, and um, it was it happened on a Thursday or a Friday, and. Back then, the, over the weekend, the trade was off. So, you know, we we're just sitting in over the weekend. We started packing the house and looking at houses. And oh. um, yeah, it was the Monday. The Monday we got the call saying we had to just hold off. There's been a bit of a hold up, and I'm not. I can't remember too technical what what actually happened, but I think you know, Kurt and um, the club got banned from trading. Mm-hmm. So my actual trade, yeah. my half got done, um, but the other half didn't get quite put through. So it all got torn up. And unreal. Next thing you know, I was, uh, I was still contracted with Sydney for another year. So, um, yeah, I spoke to a few other clubs at the time and I think Sydney uh, worked out they could keep me and Kurt, get Kurt in the off-season. So, pretty smart. But, um, yeah, spent another year there, which, is, to be honest, I had a really great year that last year at Sydney. So, um, if anything, it, was, it helped me out. So, yeah. So, Queensland was Southport, New South Wales with Sydney. Yep. Victoria mm-hmm. with Collingwood. Collingwood. Remind us, how did you in, end up 
getting to South Australia then? So my partner Jody, she's originally from Adelaide. Ah, okay. Um, and one of the guys I used to play with at Sydney, Heath Grundy. He's an yep, Adelaide boy. Yep. Yeah. Um, come come back to Adelaide over, over some weekends and stuff like that. And I met her through through him actually. And uh, yeah, so then she moved from Adelaide to Sydney when I was living in Sydney. So that's his history. And um, I, I absolutely love it back here. We used to come back here a fair bit when we were together. And yeah, I just thought you know, young family. Mm. Uh, finished up, and then, like you said, I, I went and spent a season, almost a season, with Melbourne United yes, in the yeah. NBL. Did some training over there, and um, yeah, ended up deciding to come back here with uh, Mark Stone and and do some coaching and play for Glenelg. So, bit of a shift in in moments, but um, yeah, I think just at my age, I was I was ready to step back from that that level of professional. Uh, Stone, he's probably, here, so. he's probably listening. We have him on as a regular, and he does listen to the show on a regular basis. So get A to Mark up there in uh, Brizzy. Jess, it's a uh, wonderful story. Uh, we may have cut you off a bit earlier, but Serge, we love him because he's so excitable and animated. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what did he say? Did he have your number in his phone? Or did, how did it unfold when you told him, when you rang him? Uh, yeah, no, I think he, yeah, I think the first thing is like, yeah, well, this isn't something that just falls in your lap every day. Um, I think we, by the time I spoke to him on the phone, I think we spoke and caught up within the first hour or two. <laughs> so, <laughs> caught up and he just happened to be, you know, back at the club and so we caught up and spoke it through and see how, how it all worked out. And yeah, they've just been amazing so far. So um, yeah, like I said, they've got a, we've still got a young group, but then we've got, a, you know, a really strong core through the middle there. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to working with Harvey and, He's a great ruckman, but he can also be such a damaging forward as well. So, mm. yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting times. Um, got a pretty good, strong midfield, and yeah, looking forward to it. Well, it's a great story. Hopefully, we can chat to you again next year, Jess. So it's it's all done then. There won't be any problems in terms of being signed up. It's uh, it's a done deal. Uh, it's a done deal. Yeah, I've signed signed, and it's all going ahead. And yeah, looking forward to getting back in running laps and doing all that pre-season yes. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Meeting all the boys and, and all that sort of stuff. So, and getting, yeah, looking forward to it. Getting used to that odd-shaped angle that the Prospect Oval is on. It's a it's a beautiful ground. Hey, Jess, we really appreciate you uh, jumping on. And uh, as we said, it's a wonderful story and there's still a bit to be written. I uh, appreciate that, guys. Thanks for your time. Good Thanks on so you, Jesse. Jesse White. And he's right, squeezing the lemon. Why not, Roach? You can't play forever. We'd we'll love to have seen Jacob Surgeon's face when the <laughs> phone call comes <laughs> through. Caught up with him within the hour. Do you first think you're being set up by yeah. someone, or you know, is this a prank call? Or mm. your reaction I would said have been he, he would have thought it was like winning Powerball yeah. when he got the call. Well, Powerball's worth 160 million. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91